0: But if we can hit pause on the old script and open up to the great mystery, this idea that the universe is conspiring in our favor and that we are surrounded by opportunities to grow and expand and that all we have to really do is tune in and listen and be receptive, actively be receptive. Welcome to Alone Travelers Guide to the Divine, a podcast for empaths, healers, seekers, and dreamers. My name is Amanda Lux, and I'm the creator of the Elevation Hive School and Community Membership for Energy Medicine and Dreamwork. In this podcast, I offer teachings and musings, inspiration and interviews, and today I'm going to be talking about manifestation and active receptivity. Active receptivity and co-creating with spirit is a little bit different than just casting out your intentions and trying to assert your desires on the universe. <laughs> so today's episode is really about more fine tuning the process of manifesting what you want using this principle of active receptivity of tuning in, of working with your highest self, your soul, and aligning your energy with the frequency of what you're calling in, and then making yourself available to receive that. So there are a few things I'm going to be talking about in this episode around how to do that. And I'm also going to be sharing a poem that I wrote, which is an invocation of that kind of energy. But before I share this poem or invocation and talk about How to become more actively receptive and magnetize your desires that are in alignment with your highest soul path and manifest them in your life. I wanted to just share that this episode is a little bit unique because I created a really stellar guided meditation to go with this episode as there is every new moon. And you can now purchase it individually on my website at elevationhive.com slash store. So that's kind of a cool thing. That is all about tuning in and manifesting the goals and desires and transformations that are really in your highest good. So. That's what the guided meditation is for, and I just wanted to also let you know that this episode is inspired by my monthly class called Be Your Own Guide to the Divine, which happens live on Zoom, and your first one is free, so look for more information around that in the show notes as well, because if you really like what's happening in this episode here about how to manifest more clearly, then you will definitely want to come to this class because the process that we're going to be doing in the class is really similar. There'll be some elemental work, altar work, energy work, and some creativity along with focusing on what you want to manifest in your life. So it's really juicy and I would love to invite you to come check that out. I'm really excited about this episode, actually, because there are so many things that I'm in the process of creating right now, and I've really been sitting with and contemplating the ways that we get in the way of our own manifesting process. There are so many thought forms that hold us back, but it's a really cool thing when you can tune in to your higher self, to your soul, and check out what's actually an alignment for you around this desire like what is it that you're really calling in and so that's what we're going to be talking about it's a really powerful topic and to kick that off we're going to start with a poem titled i let things come to me I am made of great forces and mysteries of liquid eternity I let life flow through me aligning myself with the highest frequency of what I am calling in I am embodied and free I run my energy consciously I cast my wishes thoughtfully I create confidently accepting the lessons that come my way unconditionally every surface scar and soulful excavation acts as a sacred geographical location to map my way home I trust the path that got me here planting seeds of hope unearthing weeds of fear I tend the garden of my dreams inviting them into reality the way the tides are pulled by the moon I commune with their glow and gravity and like a tributary to the sea of unlimited possibilities my creations flow to and through me I long without need in active receptivity for I am the vessel and the tool the channel that inspiration flows through I cast my net with intentionality magnetic and free and this is how i let things come to me so when we contemplate active receptivity i really think that a plant is a perfect metaphor for what this principle really means. Because a plant doesn't really do anything on the external. It's not going out and trying to become something that it's not. It is, however, active in its receptivity. It uses photosynthesis to transform and transmute and to draw the energy it needs from the light and the soil and the air. And a plant grows to its fullest potential through its beingness. And we also have a fullest potential that we could become. We have a blueprint. Our soul is here for a purpose. And we could embrace every aspect of our journey. We could Fully actualize ourselves and the purpose that we came here for, right? We could create the things that we hold deep in our hearts and we could be of service in the ways that we feel truly called to serve. We could meet all of the challenges and the opportunities that come our way with our fullest capacity. And if we do, then we are being fully manifest. That is what it means to really, truly be fully manifest. And I think that sometimes we forget that it's that simple. It's the simple act of really being ourselves fully. And we think that we have to become something else. But active receptivity isn't really about going out and getting a thing or becoming a thing or doing something to make things happen for you. It's about creating the conditions that you need and aligning yourself with that blueprint of your fullest potential. And if we can do that, if we can get our energy into that frequency of what we are here to fully be and embody that with our emotions, with our thoughts, with our actions, then we are really tuned in. We're really tuned in in the moment to where we need to be at the right place at the right time and how we need to be to take action in the right way and to wait in the right ways. So the idea of manifesting what we want is, you know, it's a little flashy, but I would say that I think it's also really important. (laughs) It's really, really valuable to ask ourselves and tune in on a regular basis to what do we really, really want and what is it that we're here for and what is in our highest path, in our highest good. And how can we become fully manifest in ourselves and really open up to receiving everything that the universe has for us, right? And we have so much support. We have so much support. And so another part of this process is really about co-creating with our spirit, with our guides, not just creating from a place of ego where we think we know what we want, you know, we want the shiny red car or we want that really hot guy to like us or whatever it is. It's not just about what we think we want because it can backfire. (laughs) If we just spend all of our energy trying to go for something that we think we want and we don't really tune in around it, then, you know, we might be longing unnecessarily. It might not even really be what we really want. And so, how do we know that? And I believe that we can know that by uh, aligning with our soul purpose and aligning with that blueprint and our higher self and all of the wisdom that's available to inform us. So, active receptivity really involves both the negative pull and the positive pull of our energy. And that's in polarity therapy terms. And in Chinese medicine, they would say the yin and the yang. And I am going to go in to that aspect a little bit more in a minute. But before I dive into that, I thought I would address the difference between conscious co-creating and creating unconsciously. Like, what does that actually mean? And the reason why I wanted to bring that in is because things get in the way, of that blueprint, don't they? We don't always know what we want, what's in alignment for our highest good. We don't always know that right away. And that's because sometimes we're a little blocked up around it and we get into cycles of thinking that really shut down our creative potential. We get so limited. We forget that we are unlimited beings. We forget that we have this incredible, expansive, vast, available potential to draw from and that we are here to be amazing. Your soul is here to express in amazing ways and do amazing things, but we forget how to access our amazingness. And really that has more than anything to do with the ways that we are unconsciously creating our experience and our reality. And the less conscious that we are of what and how we're creating, the less empowered we tend to feel we feel more like we're a victim of our life than a powerful creator, right? And that's because of our thoughts and the ways that we are unconscious of what we're creating. Otherwise, we would feel powerful all the time and know our potential, but we forget. We forget the power that we have. And so part of this process of becoming a really empowered manifested being has to do with becoming more conscious of your thoughts and the stories that you're running and the scripts that you're repeating and the unconscious mantras that we're telling ourselves and this is really really powerful in my last episode i interviewed amina montana and she mentioned a practice for lucid dreamers using auto-suggestion when you're falling asleep. And that's telling your mind as you're going into that resting, sleeping state that you are ready to remember and that you can remember and that you are remembering and waking up inside of your dreams. And auto-suggestion is one of the most powerful ways to get into that space, to like really recall your dreams and, and work with them in a more empowered way. And that idea of auto-suggestion is one thing that we're engaged in all the time. It's those thoughts in the back of your brain like, oh, I just can't do it, or oh, I did this again, or oh, I'm so this or that. And we all have these scripts. It's completely normal and human to run around with these unconscious scripts, creating a reality that is limited, frustrating, and full of grief. <laughs> we all do it uh, to some degree. But how we can meet that is with compassionate awareness to start noticing the scripts that we're running. And it helps to have people in our lives that are interested in engaging in that experiment with us because life is an experiment and we're always growing and evolving. It's helpful to look at it that way. Be a scientist of your own humanity, right? Be observing. It's helpful to have other people that are observing that too and they can point out, oh, that's an interesting script because I've heard you say that 100,000 times, and I don't think that's what you want to be (laughs) auto-suggesting. So that can be really helpful, coming into a more conscious relationship with the unconscious scripts that we're running in our mind. And that's one way that we can really engage in active receptivity, right, is by observing and being receptive to the thoughts that are already in the background, creating our experience. So if we want to rewrite those, we can practice using affirmations and writing them down and hanging them around our house or putting them on our phone and little reminders. And we can take a really active role in rewriting those unconscious scripts. Conscious co-creation, however, doesn't end there. It's not just about becoming aware of your thoughts and redirecting them feeding yourself new versions. That's all a great thing to do, and I think it's important. But when we're talking about really creating a new paradigm that we want to inhabit, when we want to manifest a new way, whether that's getting over some kind of creative block or whether that's a new job or a different partner or whatever it is, right? People want to manifest things all the time, and you have something that you're longing for because that's part of why we're here. And if you're not sure what you're really, really longing for, just ask yourself what's in the way of you feeling amazing. You know, like what do you not want to be experiencing? (laughs) But regardless of where you think you want to go and where you know you don't want to be, in order to become a truly conscious co-creator, I'm offering this suggestion that you can connect with your soul essence and tune in and listen to that. And that's the guided meditation that I created for this new moon that goes along with this episode. We're not just trying to work from our own limited capacity, our own small mind, right? It's opening up to the vaster creative potential of the universe and saying, I'm inviting in the support and the inspiration and the resonance with my highest potential. I'm inviting that in. And for me, when I embark on that kind of a journey and I ask that kind of a question to my higher self or to the universe or to my guides, and I say, show me how can I meet this in the best possible way? I am always surprised by what comes. It is almost never what I think. It's something that I think, but bigger and better and more dynamic and maybe slightly different than I thought. And that has a physical sensation for me as well like a really comfortable, you know, pajamas that fit you perfectly that were just tailored for you, right? And you just slip into them and it's the exact material that is the most comfortable for you and it's flattering and it feels good and it's like and, but it's beautiful and graceful and it's everything you could ever want that you would never have thought of on your own by yourself and it you know not to say that this isn't just you it is you these are all aspects of you it's just a vaster aspect of you that you're really inviting opening up to receive so That's co-creation. Co-creation takes you so much further than you could take yourself. And if the things that you think you want are just so out of alignment with where your soul really needs to go, it's going to tell you that. It's going to show you something different. And you might be surprised because the thing you thought you wanted may not be what you really want. So it's worth tuning in around this. And if you're not a person who engages in conscious dream work or wants to that's absolutely okay because you can still tune in into this co-creative aspect and work with the divine right that's why this class that i teach is called be your own guide to the divine because (laughs) it's like we don't need necessarily to have some expert tune in for us we all have this capacity to tune in We all have it. It's your birthright to be connected and listening and in touch with that divine aspect of yourself. And so that's really part of my passion is through dream work and through polarity therapy, helping people to really inhabit their fullest capacity and move through their energetic blocks and connect with and embrace their intuitive abilities that we all have. We all have them. So if you aren't a person that wants to do this kind of manifestation, co-creation work through dream work, you can also do this just by opening up to synchronicity and to the space wherever you are in your life and just start paying attention to the thoughts that come in out of maybe seemingly nowhere. And you can set that intention for your day, for your week, for your life, and just stay open and watch and ask and and say, I'm listening for this guidance. Show me the way. I want to know, universe, higher self, what is the best path for me around this thing that I feel like I truly, truly want? How should I go about bringing that in, calling that in? How can I align with the highest frequency of that way and then you just stay open and receptive and trust your first thought the little moments where you feel goosebumps or you feel like you overhear somebody say something and it just feels like it was meant for you to hear and that will just start happening the more you open up and ask for it but it's also uh, a sign that you're really on your path and you're really paying attention because those signs happen all the time they're always coming into the space but so often we miss them because we're in our old script (laughs) so we can't hear them over the top of our old script that's running but if we can hit pause on the old script and open up to the great mystery this idea that the universe is conspiring in our favor and that we are surrounded by opportunities to grow and expand and that all we have to really do is tune in and listen and be receptive actively be receptive So in polarity therapy, there is this whole idea that we have a positive, negative, and neutral pole. And in the polarity energy world, we do talk about yin and yang and masculine and feminine energies. We all have all of them and they're always mixing together and mingling, but they have different qualities. And I wanted to touch on that in terms of how to really think about this idea of active receptivity because active is yang and receptive is yin. So the yin of our creation process, that has to do with how we magnetize the experiences and the resources that we need to come to us. And if you think about a black hole being sort of the ultimate negative pull of yin-ness right it just will suck anything any light anything into it it's incredibly attractive yin energy is not necessarily passive it is however a non-doing in the sense that it's not active or going after it's drawing things to it and When we align with the yin of our creation process, when we tune into that, we're really making space for ourselves to find that magnetic quality. Not be waiting around and not even expecting it to come, but really be tuned into the frequency of the thing that we're creating. And that's where. A lot of the jargon out there is about like, feel the feelings of the thing you want to manifest, you know, and there's truth to that. Feeling the feelings has to do with generating a frequency and we want to be in resonance with the frequency of what we want to create. So that's sort of the how-to of that. The yin aspect of our creation process is about magnetically drawing what we're seeking to us by resonating with that frequency. And we can do that through our emotions and our thoughts and the the new conscious scripts that we're feeding ourselves. And we can do that by working in conjunction with our support system of angels and guides and higher self and whatever you believe, but inviting all those energies in because why the heck not? Why think that you have to do it all alone? Mm invoking the elements and, and sitting with our altar because having an altar is like a physical representation of what you're calling in and it gives you a physical way to engage with it. So that said, anything we do external, any actions that we take and ways that we engage in the physical world has to do more with the yang aspect of our creative potential. And that shows up more in how we meet the moment. It is more active and it is about focus and clarity and intentionality and responsiveness to the things that come up once you start asking, not just dismissing them, saying, no, I'm just sitting here waiting around passively for my dreams to come true. (laughs) It's actually saying yes and exploring instead of just shutting things down. And maybe going out and actually looking a little bit, telling people that what you're calling in, uh, taking some action around what you wanna create. Sometimes you might want to actually make an advanced purchase in preparation for this thing that you're calling in. S- making physical room, getting rid of other things that you don't need, that are in the way of that thing, or that don't match the vibrational frequency of who you are becoming. So this is all part of the yang aspect of our co-creative process around manifesting, and both are equally as valuable. And when you put the two together, you get that idea of active receptivity. And so to kind of close this, I want to just say that we don't always have a lot of control over how people respond to us, over the circumstances that come into our lives. There, there is an, an element of chaos to our everyday lives. And no matter how much we understand or believe that things are all happening for a purpose, it's not always what we would choose, right? And we can't manifest other people being a different way, <laughs> We can only really take responsibility for ourselves and how we respond, but we do have a lot of control over how we consciously meet the moment that we're in and how well we digest and process our experiences and our past and how willing we are to curate the future that we are co-creating and to become a co-creator, to really step in and take that Power that is your birthright. So, through awareness and presence, we can create these structures and parameters and pathways to direct the flow of what we're calling in. And we can create stronger boundaries around the things that aren't serving us. So, that is a big part of what it means to be an empowered, co creative manifest being embodying your fullest potential and so to kind of sum up some of what i have been imparting here i wanted to just walk through some of these principles here and the steps that are involved and you can also read these in my blog and there's a link in the show notes the first step here is being in the yin Tuning into what you want to request of your higher self for guidance. What is the thing that you need, really? What is the desire underneath the desire? Tuning into that request and then opening up and asking and aligning with what is in your highest good and the highest good of all around that refining and receiving that guidance is part of being a co-creator. And that's receptive, tuning in and listening. And then the yang is really the visioning, what you want to create. And seeing it, you want to embody that, naming it, feeling it, asking it to come into being, asking for help, right? And once you have really tuned in and Visioned it and you've refined it and you've invited in your support system and received that either through inspiration in your daily life or through some kind of guided visualization or conscious dream journey. You can make space for that either by bringing something new in to represent it or releasing something old that's in the way and blocking that energy. And that's really where that creative artistry comes in, how you choose to work with this idea on the physical. I love working with altars, finding ways to bring the spiritual into the physical and that's really ultimately what this process is all about. It's bringing things from the ether down into the earth and in polarity that elemental process is called involution and everything that is here that is physically manifest started in the etheric it started as energy and it's always energy but it has moved its frequency down in density to become something tangible and so we can tune into that as an idea that we're bringing things from the ether into the earth into the physical and the more ways that we can find to embody that and bring those ethery things into the physical through altar work, creativity, or through speaking it, writing it, or sharing it, yelling it from the rooftops, or <laughs> telling everybody we know, or just thinking and inhabiting it and acting as if and really feeling and honing that vibrational frequency of what we want, the more it becomes true and now and here. So yeah, I really hope that this inspires you to listen more deeply to who you are becoming and thinking of yourself as that beautiful plant. Which way do your leaves need to unfurl? And where is the light? <laughs> Opening yourself up to finding that. What nutrients maybe is your soil needing? Are you thirsty? What are the elemental qualities that could really nourish you to become more fully expressed and manifest in your life and in your energy? And know that whatever that looks like, it's, it's not something that you could be worthy of or not it's really about becoming who you are meant to be and you are 100 worthy of that well, thank you so much for listening to this episode and for liking subscribing and sharing this with somebody who's really ready to create a new way in their lives thank you for reviewing this podcast on apple podcasts or wherever you listen that really helps me to get it out check out the show notes for information on this new version of the class be your own guide to the divine and for links to my online store where you can purchase the single or multiple meditations i release a new one every new moon and thank you for participating with your energy i just feel so honored to be in sacred community with you in closing i wanted to leave you with this great quote by florence Scovel shin unexpected doors fly open unexpected channels are free and endless avalanches of abundance are poured out upon me under grace in perfect ways.